Hello, Ethan. No, wait. Shh, shh, shh. What? Ethan. Do, 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 do. Do, do. 2009 A Space Odyssey. Hey. <laughs> I fucked up the year bad, but it was fun. It was fun. I like that. That was fun. That was a good time. More like HAL 2009. That's another zinger right off the bat there. Keep them coming. One Um, more. Give me one more. One more. Hey, well, see, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing about that is that movie was about space. And today we're talking about our favorite movies of 2009. And mm, never mind. I I don't have a transition. Okay. Well, (laughs) none of mine have to do with space. (laughs) Uh, top five space movies. Nope. Uh, we're still going to do our top five. 22, I was going to say 2019. Uh, Jesus Christ. We nailed it. We nailed the intro. Episode's movies. done. We're moving on to the next one. Just kidding. We're actually going to spend a little bit more time talking about our top five movies of 2009. And I'm just going to make a desperate and feeble attempt to make a good transition back in a smooth landing. And I don't know if I'm going to do it. So maybe I will need the help of a small vermin to assist me but i've heard that he does it quite well i've heard he's even called fantastic that's right number five is wes anderson's fantastic mr fox you want to sound crazy Hmm. a little crazier than even this introduction Hmm. this episode because i am not 100 percent sure what topic we're even doing right now but uh my number five is also fantastic mr fox wow it's a delightful take on the roald dahl novel of the same name um, where uh, Wes Anderson's first Fourier into uh, stop motion animation, which he has now returned to, which is delightful, uh, and yes. it's great, wonderful Wes Andersonisms and a Wes Anderson cast, and it's just it's a really good pairing to classic world all book. Want a little fun fact? Also, my first Wes Anderson movie. I ever oh, saw. that's very fun. Yes. Do you know the first? Um, <laughs> well. I mean, it's the first Armando Iniucci film I ever saw, but that's not like a. It's not. It's not that impressive of a thing to say. My number four is In the Loop, which is a wonderful uh, political shit, really? satire that uh, originated uh, off the BBC series The Thick of It. Wow, I did not know that was going to be your number four. Uh, well, that's a fun one. Thanks. My number four is a movie from writer director Neil Bloomcamp. Uh, when oh, I've we heard of him. He was when we thought he was going to be the next big thing, and then he kind of just continuously let us down with every movie that followed this, and that's District Nine. Uh, it also introduced us, at least me, to Charlotte Copley, who I really came to love. Um, I guess I should say like I love him in this movie though. This movie deals with immigration in the way of aliens from outer space who have kind of uh, found their way on uh, stranded on Earth, and. It's really interesting. That sounds pretty serious. It's pretty serious. Would you Let's say? Would you say that? It's, how serious though? Is it like a uh, like maybe like a man would be like a ser- a serious man? That's right. It's the Coen Brothers hit film, A Serious Man, which is not that serious. There's actually a good amount of comedy there, but uh, it's all about how um you know uh, there's no answers uh, from God. So <laughs> good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Shalom. <laughs> Oy um, vey, am I right? You want to know a movie that travels a little bit further than God? <laughs> no, that's <laughs> yeah. See, that's the thing. God only has a has a um, 
has a uh, a a Toyota Camry, and uh, the gas mileage on that buster is not going to get you as far as you want. But what will take the distance, David? You tell the fine folks what's going to take you the distance. This is a movie that's gone where (laughs) no man has ever gone before. I think that's what they say in the show. Uh, It's J.J. Abrams' Star Trek. Chris Pine. Uh, What's the other dude's name? What's that motherfucker's name? Mm -hmm. He was in Heroes? Mm. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. The one who plays Spock. Yeah, what's his name? His name is... Are you looking it up right now? Thank you. Well, David, of course I know the cast of 2009 Star Trek like the back of my hand. And I can tell you for a fact... That it's... That what, it, Google, please help with. Star Trek. I'm gonna kick cast. That's a Zachary Quinto, baby. Yeah, Zachary Quinto. Booyah. Also, Carl Bingo. Urban and Simon Pegg are also really good in that. Yeah. It's just wonderful. And it's really fucking cool. I love the cast. I think you're uh, pretty cool, David. You know what else well, I think is pretty you. cool? My oh. mom is pretty cool. And, and some if I ever got accused of murder... I hope that my mom would um, go for the truth and not just kind of go for uh, the most that she can do. Is it Mother? But Well, see, that's the thing. is In Bong Joon-ho's wonderful film Mother, she kind of does yeah. do maybe a little bit too much sometimes and doesn't Don't quite see, see things clearly all the time. But you do get a wonderfully deranged and incredibly well-paced and well-toned uh, see that the thing is, Bon Joon Ho never toned. makes. She's very. She's toned. fucking shredded, dude. <laughs> um, no, but uh, the the thing is about Bon Joon Ho movies is they never really fit into one genre. They're all kind of a genre of their own. So this one's just the the genre is mother. My favorite genre, mother. Dope. Ethan, my number two is a movie I know you do not like, <gasps> and it is Mark Webb's 2009 <laughs> Five Hundred Days of Summer. Uh, starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt, your favorite character. I will say, in I don't, movie. I don't hate it. It's just you just fine. don't like it. It's my favorite rom-com of all time. It takes uh, non-linear storytelling in a super fun way, jumping between the beginning and endings of a of a blooming uh, relationship as it starts to wilter. Is it wilter? What's the what's the name for when a plant dies? Wilter. W- well, wither. Wither? No, it's not wither. I, don't I mean, know, a wilting word. flower is, is like... Wilting. Yeah. Wilting is the word I'm looking for. Uh, and it also shows you that, like, maybe when you think you're madly in love, you're not, and you're just kind of uh, stupid. But I will say inversely, sometimes when you're in love and your lover dies in a tragic car accident, like in my number one film of 2009, Tom Ford's directorial debut, A Single Man, you can get real sad. Quite... Just very, just very sad the whole time. Um, Is that your number one? That's my number you one. Slid, you slid into that number one so smoothly. Smooth like a butter. Um, the thing. <laughs> I hated what I just did. It's off my Yo, butter that was thing. Great. Was bad. That was fucking. Fantastic. What's not bad is this film. Um, there was a point in time that I was gonna do video essays on YouTube, just because I, you know, I was a, I was a white kid at film school, and I thought that's what you were supposed to do. So, yep. Um, I mean, it is actually the first one that I had started, and I, I spent like twenty hours working on, and then just it was like, mm, this is too much work. Um, was all about. <laughs> 
how Tom Ford's background in the fashion industry influenced the visual language of a single man. A single man also has wonderful, wonderful, wonderful performances by Colin Firth, who I still think should have won the Oscar. Uh, Julianne Moore was also fantastic in it. You also had a, a really, really nuanced and incredibly intimate performance from Nicholas Holt, who went on to co-star in fantastic other films. Like? Like. Uh, I'm just curious what the you're favorite. Pull here for this one. Oh, nice. And Mad Max Fury cool. Road. Interesting. Yes. I just want to see what you're going to pull there. I mean, I just okay, want to see. sorry. And you know what I want to see, David? My number one? Ethan, my number I one. I want to see your number one if I haven't seen it. There's, I, I probably have, You've but who knows? definitely seen it. It's from master storyteller, writer-director, Quentin Tarantino. The king of the movieplex in his hometown, wherever he grew up. Uh, it's Inglorious Bastards. Did I already say that? I love this movie. It's fantastic. It's his best. It's fucking, it's World War II with a Tarantino spin. It's got the wittiest dialogue of the year. Everyone in this movie is on the top of their game. And it is just fucking awesome. Also, revenge murder on Hitler is never better, never sweeter than here. Hmm. Right. That's fun. That's it. Ethan. That's our 2009 you know list. You know we're transitioning straight from talking about we're talking about murdering. We're, yeah, we're talking about <laughs> the deeply depressing and somber film A Single Man and the uh, revenge porn uh, fantasy uh, historical recreation in <laughs> Glorious Bastards. And next week we're going to be talking about <laughs> children's movie movies from Pixar. That's right. The most logical <laughs> transition we could have done, tonally, just s- smooth like butter, as they say. Jesus Christ.